Hi, my name is Professor Len Calabrese from the Cleveland Clinic, and I am delighted to present highlights of the ACR Convergence 2020 on behalf of the Cytokine Signaling Forum. ACR kicked off yesterday with the opening session, Rheumatology Strengths, Science, and Resilience. It was chaired by our president, Dr. Ellen Gravelisi. The session featured editor-in-chief of the New England Journal, Eric Rubin. If you haven't seen it already, we recommend watching his presentation, COVID-19, the Convergence of Infection and Inflammation. Thursday represented only the very tip of the iceberg with a wealth of data being presented over the coming days. The CSF have chosen a selection of highlights with the aim of sharing the most notable abstracts in cytokine signaling science with you. I'll now review Friday's highlights. Let's turn to spondyloarthritis. First, the poster I'd like to turn to is presented by Professor Atul Diodar, looking at the effects of uh, UPA on pain in patients with active uh, axial spa and inadequate response uh, to non-steroidal and anti-inflammatory drugs. So as we know, pain is a debilitating symptom in AS and negatively impacts on patients' lives. UPA-15 showed efficacy versus placebo um, in the phase two, three select axis one studies in AS. And this uh, uh, analysis evaluates the efficacy of UPA on multiple pain assessments. So in this study, there are a, a number of different questionnaires applied. Um, and it showed that a significantly higher proportion of patients receiving UPA versus placebo achieved reductions in all um, patient global activities assessments of pain uh, as weak as uh, early as week two, uh, sustained to week 14, except for uh, the PGA, which was significant at week four and sustained thereafter. Mean changes from baseline and uh, the uh, patient's global assessment, the BASDI question two, uh, total back pain, nocturnal back pain, which is important um, uh, in patients with SPA, uh, all of these were significantly greater for, uh, for UPA versus placebo at all time points to week 14. The BASDI question three was significant at week eight and week 14. The effect of uh, UPA on pain reduction was sustained through week 64, and placebo patients who switched to UPA generally reached the same levels of pain reduction of those originally randomized to active drug. So we would conclude, and I think this is reassuring, that a greater proportion of patients treated with UPA versus placebo achieved rapid, significant, and meaningful reductions in pain, which were sustained over time. Second poster uh, is from Professor Mark Genovese and colleagues, and that was a phase three uh, analysis of UPA in patients with PSA with inadequate response to biologic DMARDs. Um, so UPA was approved for RA, as you know, uh, and is advanced uh, uh, in its uh, uh, studies of uh, PSA. This study was uh, designed to assess the efficacy of either 15 or 30 in patients with PSA with prior inadequate response or intolerance to one or more biologic DMARDs. So week 12, a significantly greater proportion of patients receiving UPA 15 or 30 versus placebo uh, achieved ACR 20. And the numbers are impressive. Uh, 56 uh, plus, 63 plus versus 24 plus percent, uh, as well as uh, ACR 50 and 70. So uh, a, a 
a large differential between placebo and active um, drug. Statistically significant improvements were uh, also observed in both UPA arms versus placebo in all uh, multiplicity controlled secondary endpoints, including uh, HACDI, um, uh, the physical component of the SF36, the facet fatigue, um, and the self-assessment of psoriasis symptoms, um, uh, a patient uh, uh, reported uh, index. Frequency of uh, treatment emergent adverse events was comparison was comparable in the placebo and UPA 15 ARPs, but higher in the 30, uh, and that's a theme that we saw through the uh, RA trial. So a greater percentage of patients receiving UPA than placebo achieved uh, MDA um, at ACR 50 and 70, um, uh, uh, and no new safety signals were identified to these observed in RA. I take away from this, this is a very auspicious trial uh, for um, psoriatic arthritis. Uh, for this drug. Uh, it'll be interesting to see um, it, how the 15 and 30 compare um, because that was, uh, you know, we know from tofacetinib and uh, psoriasis space that took higher dose to control skin but not joints. So uh, we'll, we'll see as we move down the line. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the CSF Daily Highlights. We hope it's been informative. Look out for tomorrow's edition, available on our website, cytokinesignaling.com, and on YouTube, uh, Cytokine Signaling Forum. The CSF is providing extensive coverage of 2020 ACR convergence on the CSF website. You can find our full abstract search and recommendations in our highlights brochure, which is available now. Look out for presentations from authors of notable papers, as well as our highlights from ACR course, where we'll go into more detail on some of the most notable abstracts presented. Thank you.